You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Looking for the tie. I, you know, I've only been part of a couple that are tougher than this. As a coach, you try to stay calm on the sideline and do your job. That was tough today because of the emotion. You know, after the sluggish start at the beginning of the third quarter, I think our offense kicked it into gear a couple times when we needed them to. We didn't play well at the same time offensively and defensively in the second half. This is, is one of the hardest losses I've been a part of. You got to make things happen. You know, I'm not going to sit here and make excuses for anything, and that's on me. When the snap was freaking five thousand feet over my head I don't care I, there's no excuses you know and that, I think that's an important thing for this team to know and and uh, a lesson to myself you know regardless of where the snap is who, who gives a shit? I got to be able to make the play you can't let a loss beat you twice so you, you've got to be able to watch the film learn from the film on, on Sunday or Monday and then move on and I think those guys did they had a great practice on Monday they had a great practice today so you know I don't really want to be talking about it today I have to unfortunately but I want those guys focus on the next one we got to move on and welcome here to another edition of the Husker Line Show. Sean Callahan, Robert Washett, Nate Klaus, guys, as the wine and roses are no longer being served and the football season is here for the Nebraska football team as uh, the Huskers off a loss at Colorado in overtime 34-31, as we know, had a 17-0 lead. 30,000 Nebraska fans in Boulder, if not more. Um, it was set up to be a banner day for Nebraska football, a day where – the fan base would have been talked about nationally for taking over an opposing stadium, that Scott Frost's program was on their way, possibly to a 4-0 start, and boom, the, the bottom fell out. They lose the game, and you, you can't help the Nebraska fan base to have this mentality, guys, but it's kind of the here we go again. Our heart's been broken again, and Scott Frost now faces the tough task of this next few weeks of regaining that trust back from the Husker fan base that – no, no, no. This is going to work. This is not the past. We've got this thing going in the right direction. Yeah, and that's going to be tough to do until the results on the field actually back that up. Um, Nebraska's fans have been going on two decades now of hearing all the right words and hearing all the talk about how things are going to get better. They're so close. Uh, they're making progress. You know, uh, uh, step by step. You know, tr- believe believe in what we're doing. And then having absolutely nothing to show for it. And, you know, right now, after you know, a very short sample size, um, you know, Scott Frost and his staff have left a lot to be desired, and especially in a situation like that where this game meant so much. You know, there was just a lot of emotion in that game. I mean, obviously, Nebraska fans did their part and then some uh, with the way they traveled to Boulder and supported the team by taking over Folsom Field. And then for Nebraska, not only to lose, but to lose in the manner in which they did, where they controlled the game for essentially a full three quarters, and then it completely fell out from under them. Um, you know, there's there's just a lot for Nebraska fans to be angry about, and they are angry. We see it on our message board. We see it on social media. We, we see it everywhere to where, you know, fans are, are tired of hearing about, you know, next year and, you know, we're, we're getting better. They want to be good now, and they want to compete now, and they want to win games like Saturday now. Well, they knew they had better players, at least in their opinion. They knew that they had that game control, and that's what's fr- – this wasn't – an Ohio State full of four and five stars, Nate. This this was a team that that won five games last year. If you took their top fifty and Nebraska's top fifty, I think Nebraska had a better top fifty guys on that football field. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And and I mean everything was just set up for this to be like the perfect the perfect game, the perfect road win. I mean, with all the fans that were there and 
the way that the first half started off. I mean, I don't know if there's anybody who at halftime was sitting there going, oh, boy, like we're 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 in for it or, you know, I, I think everyone was extremely confident. Maybe in the back of their head they knew, well, we better come out and, and play well in the second half or, and we better see them do this and that. But I, I think everyone was extremely confident that they're going to come out in the second half and, and they were going to continue to play well. And, um, <clears throat> you know, for whatever reason, I, I think there's a multitude of reasons why that didn't happen. It, it didn't. And, um, you know, Nebraska fans' hearts were <laughs> ripped out of their, their chest one more time. And I think this one hurt a little bit more than, than some of the other close games in the past, but just because it was Colorado and because they they had taken so much pride in taking over Boulder and everything. So, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, one of, the, one of the concerning things about it is just, you know, can this team finish? Um, I only think what – or the last seven games that have been decided by by a touchdown or less, Nebraska has only won one of them, and that was Michigan State last year. And so, I mean, there's been a lot of close games, and and you know, can this team learn how to finally finish is is a big question. And guys, we had our chat this week on Tuesday on Husker Online, and, and I think it was one of the harder chats we've had to do in a long time, just because the nature of the questions are so hard to answer. I mean, everyone wants to know, have you changed your season prediction? And my answer to that is. I still need at least two more games to kind of fully evaluate this team. I'm not going to base the whole 12 games off the first two um, because last year um, you easily could have done that and, and not really knowing how they would have played down the final six. So there's a lot of season left. There are definitely concerns, big concerns through two games, um, but this is still a team that's going to compete and they have a great home schedule to get some nice wins. Um, but yeah, this week, the questions that we were asked about kind of the longevity of the season and what direction it's going, there really isn't a, a solid answer you can give right now. No, there's really not very many solid answers to anything right now. People are asking what's going on with the running game? Why, what's wrong with Adrian? Why aren't the receivers getting open? Uh, why is the defense collapsing late in games? I mean, I don't know. I don't think the coaches know. I mean, this has kind of been a, a question that everyone has been asking all week that, um, you know, right now, uh, I don't think there are any concrete answers as to, well, we do this and then everything is fixed. I think this is something that is just going to only be corrected. Something just needs to click. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not you're not going to just like pop on the lights and then, oh, yeah, we're, we're good now. I mean, this is going to be something where uh, it, it needs to actually happen in games. I think they're doing OK in practice by all accounts. Uh, but until it's starts translating on the field on game day and you kind of get that that uh, uh, not that confirmation that uh, you know you are good and you are getting better and this thing is going to work um, then it's, it's just not going to happen so until they string together a few wins and start building momentum and confidence um, you know and like chicken and their egg. I mean, do they need to play better to get that confidence or need that confidence to play better? Um, either way, uh, they're kind of a far ways off right now of becoming the type of thing, team that we thought they were going to be going into the year. Uh, I look and see some positives from week one to week two. Uh, but for me, it's it's these next two weeks, Northern Illinois and on the road at Illinois, where, uh, you know, that's to me, I, I feel like the season may be defined by these two games, the two games, theoretically, that Nebraska should win and, and 
you know, probably win, you know, not easy, but should they should have no problem winning these games. So do they go out and take care of business and, and win the games that they're supposed to win? Or do they continue to kind of struggle and flounder along and, and have these mistakes and, and whatever? Uh, you know, I, I think that the way these next two weeks play out uh, very well may be, kind of tell the tale of, of the season. All right, guys, we got a Northern Illinois game, uh, Northern Illinois game coming up Saturday, 7 o'clock on FS1. Um, we're going to delve into that, talk more offensive storylines, including what the hell's going on at kicker. We're going to give our thoughts on that next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.